And a very good morning to you on this Monday as we wind down towards the world of Christmas and we start to reflect of uh, what has happened in 2020. Ron Arnold with you. And we've got three programs on today in the world of Greyhound Racing. We've got Warhope this afternoon at 3.32, Maitland later on tonight at 6.26, and a wonderful program out west at Bathurst. It is the Bathurst RSL Soldiers Saddle final night. $10,000 first prize awaiting in that wonderful program kicking off at 20 minutes after 6, the big race, the Soldiers Saddle, at 2 minutes past 8. Make sure you are, are watching out there, and best of luck with the weather. I hope that uh, holds up well for the boys and girls at Bathurst tonight. Of course, as I mentioned, 2020 is one of those years, and it did change for me back in January when I was very kindly asked to uh, host Going Greyhounds for a few days a week, and I thought, oh, yeah, this is going to be pretty easy. You just flow on through with a few interviews, a couple of tips, replays, but then bingo, all of a sudden, apart from the fact we started with bushfires and we had the odd flood, and then the world of the corona world started, and that changed and each and every Monday, you may remember that I had the privilege of speaking with CEO of Greyhound Racing New South Wales, Tony Mestroff, and we went through all the different regulations, and it just kept rolling, and to some degree, we thought would perhaps never end. But yes, it uh, may not be back right where we were, but we're well and truly on that path. And I thought to wrap up the last Monday for Going Greyhounds, we would turn the hands of time back and talk to Tony Mestroff, the boss of GR New South Wales. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Ron. Happy to be on again. Mate, obviously, when we uh, let's get the start of the year, but certainly uh, from that March onwards, um, I didn't honestly think I'd be talking to you each and every Monday as we rolled through the world of COVID. Oh, 100%, Ron. It was uh, a dim start to the year, it really was. As you know, we had to uh, stop racing at Wentworth Park. We were the first jurisdiction to go to a regional model. A real, I, I suppose, a, a punt, um, to coin a term, um, and it great to see it worked out. It was really well um, received um, by the participants. They didn't whinge. They just got on with it. They knew that we couldn't afford to stop racing. And uh, at the end of the year, we, we looked from a dim start to an exciting year for Greyhound Racing New South Wales. Um, some of the figures this year that have come to fruition, both from a rehoming and racing point of view, we would never have imagined, Ron. So after a tough start, we're finishing the year in a very strong position. And not only that, Tony, the, the clubs themselves, they, they obviously haven't had the year that they should have, but on paper, they've generally all survived, if, you, if it's sort of in a broad sense. Yeah, the clubs had to take a hit. I mean, we, we had to look at our finances and make some cuts and look... We ended up, we were able to pay the clubs in full, but it was a, a part of a year where we, we just couldn't um, and we only had to pay the clubs a portion. And the clubs, um, you know, we're in contact with them all the time. There's no club that um, was in financial trouble um, throughout that time and we worked together. And I think, um, you know, you're seeing the clubs and Greyhound Racing New South Wales working closer than ever. And, you know, I really commend the clubs for the way they accepted all the difficulties, particularly all the the COVID regulations and so on. It was it was tough at a time, but um, look, we've come through the other end. And as I said, we I look now at 2021 as an exciting year, particularly from a club point of view. Obviously, um, you know the wagering side of things that was a big concern early in the year. And you know, yes, there were people sitting at home, and some of the those that are a bit anti-racing said people are just sitting there wasting their money, but. In the broad picture, um, you know, we did gain some wonderful growth in turnover and that's all held it together. 
plus the fact that probably we've got some people there for the future, and, and that's something we had to sort of cross our fingers with. But it has worked, the wagering with the, you know, the tab circuit and also the uh, corporates. Yeah, we've made some changes. You've obviously been an introduction of uh, new tab uh, arenas like um, War Hope and Tari, which has really um, grown our, um, you know, our product. But the exciting thing was I went on the Big Sports Breakfast a couple of weeks ago, and our jurisdiction has grown more than any other at 19%. That's the highest of any greyhound harness or thoroughbred code. So it's hugely exciting. We saw $285 million up in our wager in the last financial year. And for the first time um, in ever in the history of greyhound racing in New South Wales, we're going to go over the $2 billion mark this financial year. So we definitely have got... Um, you know, punters from other codes. It's exciting. Our product continues to grow. I've got to commend the team, uh, the racing team, with Wayne Billet and also head of wagering, Adrian Malloy, who looked at the race program um, and based it on nominations, but also where our key wagering areas were in times. And that did help immensely. So I just want to give the team a wrap as well. They've worked really hard, but also the punters for backing our product during the year. Now, just going back in time a bit, Tone, there was, I was on one of the advisory panels and we did look, and I'm, I'm talking probably 20 to 25 years ago, at the possibility of the tab pools merging. There were some brick walls. When that was thrown up, I, I make no secret of the fact, there were a couple of brick walls that we run into and it sort of floated away and it was always talked about, but you could tell it was never going to happen. I, I did hear a, an executive from the tab only recently speaking about these sort of things are on the table again. Um, is there something you can tell our listeners that you know there is something in that, perhaps? Uh, the discussions are ongoing. I, I have pushed this for a long, long time. I'm a firm believer in national pools, particularly in uh, greyhound racing and harness. I think you know you see on, on uh, nights during the week, you see smaller pools, which is smaller returns to punters. We want to make those much larger, and national pools does that. Um, it definitely is back on the table with TAB. Ongoing discussions are occurring, but hopefully um, you know, we've got announcements later this year that we can get national pools and at least um, greyhound racing and harness, which will help our product. Okay, just obviously you've mentioned two of the codes. Um, in discussions with thoroughbreds, are they sort of warming to it? Oh, yeah, look, I think um, thoroughbreds, I'm not sure what discussions have been ongoing between Tab and the thoroughbreds, but look, all I say is that um, the, the wagering amounts are smaller, um, you know, in the, in the Greyhound and Harness. So it's a good place to start to enhance that. And then if there's any issues, we can work through the issues. So all I'm saying is it's a good place to start. And that was the, the suggestion that would start in these two codes to iron out any issues. Lovely. Right up. Now, looking at the future, of course, in recent times, we've seen uh, news thrown up about straight track racing and the uh, progress of there. Can you uh, sort of give us a little bit of a, a concrete line where we're heading in that part? Yes, sure. I think a, a journalist announced it the other day that, you know, it's probably one of the, the worst kept secrets in New South Wales and there is, in fact, a, a straight track being constructed um, at Richmond. It's the first of its kind in New South Wales. You know, obviously, without the bends, it makes it much safer for the dogs to race on. So we're excited by that. We're obviously, um, you know, and a further announcement about the approval of the government funding will be coming, but look, well supported by Kevin Anderson and the government. Um, Kevin's been a huge supporter of ours, particularly around the safety and welfare of our dogs. And then um, after that, um, you know, we're hopefully we've got other announcements on straight tracks into the future. 
Now, is that something that, obviously, to be fair, you know, New South Wales is a big state, Tone, is it something where you say, well, we can't just go and put them in one area, we've got to move them around three or four parts of the state? Oh, look, I don't um, think we have to have a straight track at every, every um, you know, racetrack. I think we need to have it spread out um, all over the state so every dog or every trainer has an opportunity for their dogs to race on straight tracks. I think that would be the aim. We're just working out from a strategic point of view what the future looks like from a straight track point of view. You know, the idea would be a a central straight track and then a a north and a south, as I said, so all participants have access to those um, those racetracks. Yeah, no, they were certainly very popular and... uh... More so, it's funny with the punters, the, the people love the fact that, you know, there's not a hell of a lot of interference in them. Um, you know, occasionally at the start, you get it in the straight, but yeah, it's certainly, uh, there was plenty of money invested with young dogs as they come up through that, so that's really wonderful. All right, obviously, last week, I suppose one little one that did hit a nerve with myself was uh, a topic that we all knew it eventually would put its hand up, and that is Wentworth Park. Um, yep. Without going into details completely, um, obviously, where we sit now. Um, what what can you tell our listeners? Yeah, I can say say this, Ron. I think um, from a greyhound racing point of view, and also a Jaboda point of view, that um, we have had ongoing discussions with government um, in relation to Wentworth Park. I think it's been fairly widely announced that in seven years' time, our lease is up at Wentworth Park, and it looks like there's going to be a Piermont development in that in that area. So. We um, would be happy to move on if there's an adequate compensation package and another facility. So the government knows that we have ongoing discussions. Been open, it's been open and upfront. So I think that's about as much as I can say at this point. But look, from our point of view, um, I think you know that the, the participants would be keen to go. It's more a regional um, industry now, not so much a Sydney centric. So somewhere in a um, you know, closer to a regional area would be more beneficial for our racing and our participants anyway. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I must admit, Tony, the one thing I, I've noticed sort of that people bet to is the brand of Wentworth Park, no different to Randwick. Um, I think wherever we go, if that's something, you know, if we build a complex, I'm going to use an example, we went to Eastern Creek, take on board, still trying to call it Wentworth Park. I think that is most important. Yeah, of course, and we don't want to lose sight of the brand. I think the Wentworth Park brand's been strong um, for a long time, synonymous with punters. And look, it is our biggest wagering centre. It's, it's not a fluke. The name um, is synonymous with greyhound racing, so definitely we need to put quality racing on, but also a name that the punters are very familiar with as well. No, that's certainly right, mate. Well, I suppose uh, it is one Merry Christmas to you and your team and respective families. And uh, again, mate, thank you for your time many, many times throughout the year. And uh, I've had a lot of fun doing Going Greyhounds this year for uh, GR New South Wales. And again, I suppose uh, we've, we've written the book of life and hopefully we never have to write it again as far as 2020. Thank you, Ron. I appreciate the support and also Sky Radio. Merry Christmas to all the participants out there. I want to thank you for all your support and also the Greyhound Racing New South Wales staff. Thank you. All the best, Tony. Tony Mestroff, ladies and gentlemen, from the GR New South Wales. He's our CEO and what a year it's been for those uh, boys and girls at the top of the tree as far as administration is concerned. Something very, very special and uh, we thank Tony and his whole team for their efforts. And We do wish them a Merry Christmas and that's what we will do tomorrow. Because it's our last uh, 
Tuesday for me. It's the last show of 2020. And we're going to be speaking with Claire Blomfield from the GBOTA. They've got the big Christmas night there at Wendy Park this Saturday night featuring the uh, replay world as far as match races. And we're going to have one of those match races next week as far as uh, the sprinters. Tomorrow on the program, lock it in, 10.45. We're turning the hands of time back. If it all goes well, you're going to hear one of the great match races from the history books. It's certainly going to be great. All the very best of luck today for the uh, Bathurst boys and girls out there at the Soldiers Saddle. And uh, just one quick cheerio call. I believe one of our legends in the world of greyhound racing, Brian Barrington, who has probably put a lead or put round more dogs around tracks than anybody in the sport, has not been in the best of health. He's had a hard operation. He is home recuperating. BB, if you are listening in, certainly a speedy recovery, a comfortable recovery. Enjoy Christmas with your family, and I look forward to catching up in 2021. That'll take it away from me. Ron Arnold with you for this Monday. We'll be back tomorrow. Keep it in mind, it's a very big day tomorrow, the last one for me of 2020.